Bava Matziah, Perik Gimel, Mishnah Test 3.9. This is a slightly confusing Mishnah, and the reason why is because there are actually two different conflicting opinions being presented, and those two opinions are not mentioned explicitly at all. The Gemara already says, Rabbi Yochanan said, I'll be someone's, you know, indentured servant if they can make this Mishnah coherent with a single opinion. Um, but I'm not going to explain it that way. You're going to explain it that there are two separate opinions here. Um, so really, the the pivotal issue in the Mishnah is about Machlokasutin, Rabbi Shmuel, and Rabbi Akiva. Um, and the Mishnah doesn't present that at all. There's no mention of Rabbi Akiva or Rabbi Shmuel. And more than that, the Mishnah is structured as if, as if the pivotal issue is whether or not a specific place was designated um, for storage. But that's not the issue whatsoever. So what is the issue is that when one is a Shomer Chinam, so he is exempt from onsen, right? He's exempt from circumstances beyond his control. If, if one is entrusted with a dining room set, and he puts it in his garage, and then there's a flood, so then the Shomer Chinam would say, listen, the, the, I can't help it, there's a flood, and the fact that the furniture got destroyed is not his problem. However, if one um, loses the status as a showman, becomes the legal equivalent of a goslin, of a thief, so then a Gazan is fully responsible for all things, um, even owns in circumstances beyond his control. So if a person is considered a Gazan with respect to the deposit, so like meaning like the furniture, so then the if there's a flood, he's liable to replace it. Now, we poskin that a Shoel Shalomidas, if one um, borrows something and he doesn't get permission to borrow it, so then that's uh, essentially legal equivalent of being a thief, a Gaza, and it's certainly in the context of being a Shomer. If I give you my dining room set to keep in storage in your garage, and then you um, just borrow a chair to reach, you know, some shelf from the kitchen. So by taking that chair, you're a Sholosh Lomidas, you borrowed my chair without my permission, um, you stop being a Shomer in that chair, and uh, you now become a Gazlan, the legal equivalent of a Gazlan. And if something happens to the chair, so then now, if it's, even if it's circumstances beyond your control, it doesn't matter, you're on the hook. Um, the rest, by the way, the rest of the, the you know the chairs in the garage and the table which you didn't take, those you remain you know exempt from onsen. But what you did take, you're obligated for. Now, the pasuk says you have to be esa gazela sher gazal. You have to return to the owner any object that you stole. So, the question is, if you return the chair that was in st- that you took out of storage to you know to make use of to reach the top shelf, if you put it back where it belongs. Do you revert back to being a Shomer? Or do you re- retain the status of being a Gazlan until you notify the original owner that you put it back? Okay, now that's a machlokas. According to Rabbi Yishmael, you do not need to notify, you don't need to have das that it's been returned on behalf of the owner. So that means if you would take the chair out of the garage and use it to climb up to reach the top shelf, that's a no-no. That's being a Shomer das, and that's like not allowed. But if you did it, and then you put it back, the chair back where it belongs, so now, says Rabbi Yishmael, you revert back to being uh, a Shomer all over again, and you'll be exempt from Onsen. If the flood comes after that, and the furniture gets warped and ruined, you're not on the hook, because you put it back. Now, Rabbi Kiva disagrees. Rabbi Kiva says, no, once you get the status of a Gazan, you're Shalosh Lamidas, you can't just put it back and not mention anything to the original owner. He wants to know, he deserves to know, and if you don't tell him, then it hasn't been returned. And that being the case, even if you put it back where it belongs, you remain um, 
having the status of a Gazan and a Shomer, and if the onus happens, you'll be responsible to you know replace that chair that you that you used without permission. Okay, that's the machlokas over here. Halacha actually be like Rabbi Akiva that uh, once you've taken it, you can't just return it and absolve yourself of liability until you notify the original mm-hmm. owner. Now, the Mishnah seems to make it sound like the issue was about whether or not there was what's called yichud makom. If you're miyached at makomo, that means you designate a specific place where you're going to store this object. Let's say the dining room, the dining room set. Okay. So the Mishnah will have two different cases um, because it, they'll bring out the extreme shitas of these two tanaim. Meaning, according to Rabbi Yishmol, if you put the chair back where it belongs, you stop being liable for onsen because you become a shomer all over again. So if there wasn't a specific place designated, you know, originally when you, when I dropped off my furniture at your house, you put it in the left side of your garage. Uh, but if you want to move it to the right side of your garage, you're allowed to do that. So you put it in the garage for storage on the right side until where it belongs, quote-unquote, because there's a specific place where it has to be belonging just in the garage anywhere. And therefore, even if you put it in a different place, according to Rabbi Shmuel, you can say, listen, I returned it to, quote-unquote, where it belongs, meaning back in storage, and now you're off the hook. According to Rabbi Kiva, um, once you have misappropriated it by, by, by borrowing it without permission, you become now a Gazan and putting it back, even if you put it back exactly where it belongs exactly where the original owner left it in that very same corner, how it was, it doesn't matter. You've now, your status has changed and you're liable until you notify the original owner. And uh, even if now the flood comes, you'll have to pay for that one chair because you know, you're on the hook for Olinson. Okay, that's essentially the mission in a nutshell. Now, um, let's see that all inside. The mission says, Hamafkid chavis etzel chavero. If one deposits for safekeeping a barrel uh, with his friend, v'lo yichadu la and they didn't specify a specific place where the barrel should be kept, so it can be anywhere. So then, and then the shomer moves the barrel, and um, before he puts it back, circumstances occur beyond his control, and it breaks. Lightning strikes it. So now, is he liable? So it depends. If we're talking, like, the first case possibly A is we're talking prior to being returned so it's like in his hand not literally in his hand necessarily but before it's been put back where it belongs so then it depends why the shomer moved the barrel if it's litzarko if he moved it for his own purposes in other words the shomer needed something to stand on to reach the top shelf so then if he's on the hook because that's she'ele shalomidas and he becomes a gazlan and he hasn't yet returned it so therefore he's on the hook for onsen but if it's Litzorka, if he took the barrel and moved it, not for his own benefit, but for the barrel's benefit. In other words, he sees the barrel, you know, is sitting in the direct sunlight um, there in the corner of the garage, and if he leaves it too long, it could burst or something. So he moves it to a different corner to protect the barrel, that kind of thing. So then Putter, then he's exempt, of course, because he's actually doing his, you know, his going above and beyond as a showman and protecting the damage. It's actually, Machlok is if it's above and beyond or if he's required to do it. But the point is, he's just acting as a showman and moving it, so therefore he never becomes... A gazlan, he's always he's a shomer, he'll always be exempt from onsen. Okay, now that Mishnah is being taught according to Rebbe Yishmael. So the point is, as soon as he returns it to where it belongs, then um, he stops being a gazlan and he reverts to being a shomer, he'll be exempt. That's why the Mishnah said here, Matoch Nishbra, if it was broke while it was in his hand, meaning before he returned it back. Once he returns it, so then whether or not he moved it for his own purposes or for its purposes, doesn't matter. He is going to be exempt from Onsen because he put it back 
and it's, that's considered to be Heshevis Gazela Sher Gazal. On the flip side, now the second part of the Mishnah here is going like Rebbe Akiva, who holds once you take it, you can never put it back and revert to being just a regular Shomer until you notify the original owners. And that in the case, says the Mishnah, If there's a specific place that was designated for storage of this barrel, and the Shomer moves it and it breaks, no mention here before or after it was put back, because it doesn't make a difference according to Rebbe Akiva, once you've taken it, if you took it for your own purposes, then you're a Gaza and no going back from that. So then it says, It doesn't matter if you've returned it to where it came from, the very corner where you promised to keep it, or not. It doesn't make a difference. It's simply a question of, If when you move the barrel, it was for your own purposes, to reach the top shelf, then forever more chayev. It doesn't matter if you put it back, you're now a Gazlan and it's all reverting to that, with respect to the barrel. If it's Litzorka, of course, if you move the barrel for the sake of protecting the barrel, then Potter, of course, you're exempt because you're a Shomer, and if Shomer is Potter from Onsen, circumstances beyond his control. Again, the halacha will be like Rabbi Akiva, meaning that you have to, once you've taken it, you can never put it back without notifying the original owner, and so therefore you'll become obligated for Onsen forevermore.